Beanstalk. That one about the boy sent to town by his poor and sick and tired mama to sell a cow, which was all they had in the way of barterable goods. Poor old raggedy woman got nothing to eat and no teeth to use on it. All she had was a scrawny old cow, who she thought too much of to slice and fry. So this poor old woman in desperation sends her son to town to sell the cow and bring home the money so his bills could be paid and food could be bought for the winter stores. Remember how this boy, green and ripe-suck as all get-out, bumps into this nefarious huckster? This shyster, probably a out-of-work lawyer. He takes his poor kid and shears him a good one. Takes the cow, who is probably mooing a warning to the kid, in exchange for a handful of beans. Beans! Not even eatable beans. These touts the salesman as special, magical beans. The holder of this bag of beans will be forever taken care of. Well, the kid was taken, all right. So there goes the cow, who's probably mooing something on a line of good riddance by then. So instead of saving the farm, the widder's son comes back with nothing more than a face full of grins, pocket full of beans, and a heart full of dreams. Beans and dreams, all to the tune of his mama's screams. <laughs> Reckon she liked to have killed him. <laughs> Now, you might wonder what a toothless old widder woman, a broke-down cow, and a handful of so-called magical beans has got to do with Royal Lechner and baseball and the famous Four Arrows Ranch. It's what you scribing types call a metaphor. So you just keep that fairy tale in the back of your mind whilst I recalculate the events of 1897. Now, as you will recall, in 1897 I'd been foreman of the Four Arrows Ranch in that cozy corner of northeastern Oregon for close to 13 years. Like I might have mentioned once before, I'd always planned on moving on and finding me my own spread. But when Leviticus and his crew came on board in 92, well, one thing led to another, and before you know it, I was hitched to old E.M. Gallucci of which you have heard tell and are therefore given fair warning. Okay, okay, I recognize the face of woe when it's staring at me. I ain't seen you for some time, and I reckon you need something in the way of a refresher. First, what say we refresh our souls with that rye you brung? Then I'll refresh both our memories. Rye always brings back things just the way they happened, with only a minimal of grandstanding and leather stretching. Of course, any time you mix baseball with horses and cows and opinions and women, you're bound to get a grandstand now and then. Part 1 Chapter 1 So there we was, late summer of 1897, me and my bride and all my charges. My charges, may I remind you, was all of the Four Arrows Ranch, including all of its critters, working men, affiliates, and more sleepless nights than a young man of 29 ought to have. Sleepless on account of there's always something for me to worry about. We had some hard scrabble years following the panic of 93, which was not so named as a tribute to my wedding. Cattle prices was just about at low tide, forcing me to cut the herds back and take more serious the feed markets. Coarse wheat, oats, and alfalfa was looking real good to me by 95. Other outfits, from Pendleton to the Palouse, was making outright equitable with feed crops. Problem was, my boss, the owner, Leviticus Peralt, 
was an animal lover, and he fought me tooth and nail and hide the notion of selling off more beeves to make way for wheat fields. You see, he didn't think too much about the money part. Of course, he didn't like selling the critters off just to become steaks either, but at our annual sell-offs we'd distract him enough to get the cows to market. Once he started working the herds like one of the regular hands and started seeing how worrisome and downright stupid a cow can be, well, he dropped his notion of naming each one. And by 95, he even worked up the grit to scorch a brand all by himself. Bald louder than the calf did, but he did it. By 95, we'd pretty much settled down to normal life on the Four Arrows. Of course, what's normal to most ranches and what was normal to us is two entirely different things, as you are quickly being reminded. Normal is one of them words that really ain't got a standard of its own. I mean, my normal and your...